for some people, Jesus is too human. That he's not divine enough. For others, Jesus is too divine. He's not human enough. Jesus will always use two titles to describe himself. He'll describe himself as the Son of God, and he will describe himself as the Son of Man. These two titles. When he speaks of himself as the Son of Man, a lot of times he refers to his humanity. A lot of times he refers to his passion that he's going to undergo. When he speaks of himself as the Son of God, or others refer to him as the Son of God, he speaks of his divinity. He speaks of his resurrection as Son of God. And a lot of people will put this dichotomy with Jesus, such as the, one of the first heresies in the world was Arianism. You know what Arianism was? Arianism was basically Jesus is not God. He's like a superhuman being. He's like a superman. He's got all these qualities that look divine and seem divine, but he's not divine. That was Arius. That was called Arianism, which lasted for centuries in the church. And so for Arius and Arians, Jesus was, he, he was not divine. He was, he was only human, but not divine. For others, Jesus is, he, he needs to be divine, but God forbid that God should suffer. God forbid that you should go to the cross. That's what Peter was saying to Jesus. God forbid that you should suffer. We believe that you're a Messiah, but God forbid that we believe in a suffering Messiah. But it's only a suffering Messiah that can save us from our sins, that can take on our sins. So we need both, both Son of God and Son of Man. It's both mysteries within Jesus that he saves us. And so that is why whenever Jesus refers to himself, he never refers to himself as being born in the world. He never referred to his origin as Nazareth or even his origin as Bethlehem. He won't refer to his human origin. He'll, he'll say, I came down to the world. I came down to the world. I have come down into the world. What's he saying? He's saying, I've always existed, even before the world was created, as the Son of God, as the second person of the Holy Trinity. And so I came down into the world to save the world. And then in these Gospels, as he's getting closer to his passion, saying, I came down into the world, and I would go back up to where I came from. And they're thinking, you're crazy. And people listening to him, they're thinking, he's out of his mind. That's what they even said in other Gospels. He's out of his mind. He's crazy. What's he talking about? And Jesus says, you belong to what is below. I belong to what is above. You belong to this world, but I do not belong to this world. Jesus is otherworldly, belongs to another world from where he came. 
He says, that is why I told you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am, you will die in your sins. That word I am, that's a, that's a phrase that is a sacred word in Judaism. For when Moses, when he went before the burning bush, and he said to God, what is your name? And God said, I am who am. Tell them I am who sent you. Existence itself. It's a great mystery that God has always existed. God is existence itself, even before the world and the angels and all this was created. God was always there. I don't know what God was doing, but he was always there. God was always there. That's why he said, I am, refers to his divinity, his existence as God. And Jesus uses that title for himself, the very title that God in the burning bush gave to Moses, Jesus is now using for himself. And he, say, and he says, you will die in your sins unless you come to believe that I am. Faith, faith is what he wants. The one thing that the Israelites did not have in the desert was faith in God. They complained for 40 years. The Israelites, in the first reading in the book of Numbers, they complained. Imagine that, complaining for 40 years. Don't you hate it when people just complain, and they complain, and they complain, and they complain, and they complain. Your ears get big. That's why Moses had like a nervous breakdown in in the desert because the people were just complaining and complaining. And you know what, what, what they said where God really punished the Israelites? Where God rain down manna from heaven, bread from heaven, the best bread that you could ever have. Bread every day came from heaven to the earth to feed the people. And you know what the Israelites said? He said, we're disgusted with this wretched food. They called the bread from heaven wretched food. Don't ever, don't ever say that. God, the bread from heaven that you give God, call it wretched food. And so what did God do? God sent seraph serpents to bite the people because of their sin, because they complained, because they called the bread from heaven wretched food. And the people died from the serpents. And then Moses prayed for the people. And God told them to make a seraph serpent, mount it on a pole, make a bronze serpent. And whoever looks at the bronze serpent will be saved. So Moses, when they raised up the bronze serpent, and the people looked at the bronze serpent, that they were healed of the serpent's bite. This is a typology for the cross. Because Jesus says, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you will realize that I am, that I do nothing on my own, but only say what the Father taught me. When you will raise up the Son of Man on the cross, then you will be healed of the serpent's bite. What's the serpent's bite? Original sin, our own sins. 
That's the serpent's bite. The serpent's trying to bite us every day. If you don't think that, you're not living the Christian life. If you don't think that the serpent is trying to bite you every day, he is trying to bite you. He's trying to have you complain about this wretched food, about the gifts that God gives us. And the, and the true bread from heaven that God gives us is the Eucharist. Jesus' bread from heaven that he gives us, as he instituted on Holy Thursday. But Jesus will also heal us of our sins, of our defection, of our complaining to God. He will heal us of our lack of faith or lack of belief. And only when we have faith in the Son of Man, when he's raised up, then we will come to believe in the Son of Man. Then we will come to believe that he is the one who takes away our sins. Only God can take away our sins. So he has to assume our humanity in order to show us his divinity, to take away our sins, to shed his precious blood upon us, to give us new life so that we're not bitten by the serpent and we experience eternal death but through the Son of God, through his precious blood, through his resurrection, we will experience eternal life. And this is why Jesus, who's come down from the earth, he will go back up again. But the way that he will go back up again is he will go back up through suffering, through the cross. So many people want to avoid the cross in their life, want to avoid suffering and say, no, I want to get to heaven my own way. But God says, no, there's only one way. It's the cross. It's through suffering. It's through death. That's the only way to get to heaven. Jesus went that way to get to heaven. He went through the cross to go to heaven and to bring all to himself. But we also have to go through that cross to get to heaven also. That's why that title, the Son of Man, we must embrace that. Because it's only through suffering that we can go to heaven. It's only through following the Son of Man that we can go to heaven. But it's also Jesus' divinity as the Son of God that lifts us up, that gives us eternal life. Others will raise him up on the cross. That's what he says, when you lift up the Son of Man, others will raise him up on the cross. But raising up from the dead, that will not be others. That will be the Son of God himself will raise himself up from the dead because death will have no hold over him because he is greater than death. Have you ever heard of someone who's greater than death itself? That's the good news of the gospel. Jesus is greater than death itself. He can conquer death through his very divinity and his humanity through his suffering. He conquered death because he's the sinless one. And so death has no hold over him. Because he's without sin, death has no hold over him. As, as the ancient fathers of the church say, Jesus allowed the bowels of death to swallow him, only to burst asunder the bowels of death and to conquer death once and for all for us. And once he conquered death, then we are given eternal life. And that's why he says, you will die in your sins unless you come to believe that I am. But if you come to believe that I am, then he will give you eternal life. Much as the Israelites who were 
bitten by the serpent in the desert. They, they looked at the bronze serpent. They were healed. They were given life again. They were in death. They were sick. And now they're given life. So whoever looks at the Son of Man and believes in him will be granted eternal life. That's good news. We always need to hear good news because sometimes we're only looking at sickness and suffering and sin and death and all these negative things in the world, negative things in our life. We always need to have the good news. Jesus has come to bring us life. He's come to bring us new and everlasting life. And that's why we should rejoice in Jesus, rejoice in what he has done, rejoice in his titles as the Son of Man and the Son of God. He is the one who has come into the world. He is the one who has taken on human flesh and human sin. He is the one who has been lifted up as the Son of Man like the bronze serpent. And he's the one who brings us new and everlasting life. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.